All right. I am completely ready to go because this is Friday. I got to hang out at a cool place last night. At one point, all of the lineup of your talk radio people that come on WORD, we were all in the same room at one time. What an epic day that was. <laughs> hey, have we, I, I, I didn't ask this while we were discussing this before their wild card. We, okay, so we still haven't solved that issue yet. <laughs> okay, so. Okay, well, uh, should we try it? Okay, very good. So the Common Sense Retirement Planning tech lot, text line is 71307. I am streaming live right now on the WORD Facebook page, if that's your cup of tea. And uh, you will find the podcast available on the free Odyssey app. There's a guy named Bill Mitchell who is very much a Ron DeSantis influencer. He's, he's a supporter, and uh, he has this idea. And it's a stupid idea, okay? It's a stupid idea. You never, ever, ever do this. It's not a game. We're not playing a game here. We, we're in a position right now where we are nowhere in a, in, in a position to be playing any games. So... What he wants to do is he's trying to mobilize his fellow Ron DeSantis supporters. Who I get it. You know, Ron DeSantis, I see the allure of Ron DeSantis. I get it. But if he's not the guy, if he's not the nominee, he wants his fellow Ron DeSantis supporters to help him help Joe Biden win the 2024 election if Trump is the nominee. And his problem is this. And this guy's old enough to know better, okay? His problem is this. Uh, he thinks that right now, Trump's being mean to DeSantis. And I guess he thinks that, I, I mean, despite the fact that, you know, it, it comes down to percentages of votes and that kind of thing. That's what it comes down to, Bill. But anyway, he also thinks that DeSantis supporters should organize to write in DeSantis in the general as well. You know, a, a de facto third-party candidacy. And... He also, you know, he says, we'll vote straight down, red down ballot to make sure we can co control Congress to keep Biden in check for four more years. But Trump will never be president again. I got to I, I gotta tell you this, Bill. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Look at the things he's doing with his executive orders. Congress did not vote to ban gasoline-powered cars by such and such a date. Congress is not putting together a gun registry. So this guy is upset because Trump, and I'm not going to use, I can't use the word here that he's using on, on, on the X or Twitter or whatever it's called today. Somebody on the, on the text line, are these the X files that they, they, that you print on X when you, when you are you X filing? Now, at one point, Mr. Mitchell said he would support any Republican who might win the nomination. He said, I've changed my mind. Which, listen, you can do that too, Bill. You can do anything you want to do. Some of the, And it, this is America, so there's nothing to keep you from being stupid. He was a vocal Trump supporter in 2016. And he gained this uh, fairly sizable following on Twitter. 
But he's decided to switch from Trump to DeSantis. And once again, let me let me just say this very, very clearly. I understand. I understand. Um, and there's a lot of ways to look at this, and there's a lot of ways to look at the candidates. And, you know, we've got a bunch of other candidates that are in there, but it's basically Trump DeSantis, right? Until somebody has the moment. Somebody might have the moment in the in the debates. Now, we get this. Mitchell's plan to thwart Trump in the general election appears to be aligned with his pledge to work with every ounce of my being to help Governor DeSantis win the nomination and the presidency. Former Trump campaign official Kaylin Dorr criticized DeSantis over Mitchell's remarks, telling Breitbart News it's a really bad strategy on the Ron Camp's part to elevate these surrogates and reward them with the interviews. It should come as no surprise that Bill Mitchell, who's only notable for changing his mind and taking people's money for a fictitious studio, has changed his mind and made it his sole purpose to stop a Republican from being president. You've heard of 3D chess before. Bill and other influencers simping for this outcome are only capable of calculus that is equivalent to 0.5D chess. Now, I voted for Trump twice. I do not know where I'm going just yet. I am looking because it is time to go shopping. I, I There's nobody out there that deserves or it's their turn in my world. But I'm going to, you know, this is, this is all I'm going to say. Mitchell's idea is, it's a stupid idea. It's a stupid idea. Trump is the one that won't sign the GOP loyalty pledge. DeSantis has. And you could argue that voting Republican down ballot would be an effective strategy to keep Biden in check for a second term, but he's going under the Obama model. And Obama never let the constitutional checks and balances get in the way of his agenda. So anything that comes down the way legislatively, yeah, okay, they can try to squash that, but it's not going to stop executive action. Here's the thing. <laughs> Here's the thing. Primaries are brutal. They're designed to be brutal. If you don't want to get in to one of these things where you, all of your shortcomings are pointed out. All of your blemishes have the sun shined on them. We take pictures in a 3D, 360 degree angle of you. Every orifice, everything you've ever done, everything you've ever said. And if you can't stand that, then okay. I got it. You don't have to run for president. The radical left is who we should be voting against, not any one Republican. I will vote for whoever the Republican nominee is. I will vote for a person in the primary myself. I haven't decided who that's going to be yet. My options are open. I am dedicated to the country, to the Constitution. I feel affinity and allegiance to the Constitution and to the people of the United States, not to any one guy that wants to run the country for four years at a time. You know? That's what I'm going to vote for. I'm voting to save the Republic. And I'm going to be a part of saving the Republic. If it happens in my lifetime, I'm going to be a part of saving the Republic, whatever comes up, however it works out. So... whoever the nominee is. And then, like I always do, I mean, I call congressmen on a regular basis. Don't get very much with it, but, you know, 
I don't know how alone I am in that. I presume other people do as well. And, uh, hey, I'm never going to give up. Never going to quit. Never going to do it. That oath I took in 1984, in March of 1984, as a little dumb young kid, when I threw my hand up, I meant it. Meant it then, I mean it now. So, okay. This is a bad idea, but that that that, that is a horrible idea. We're, we're not out here playing a stupid game. This is what the Lindsey Grahams of the world do. They get out there and say, well, of course we want to bring this out and let them get on record as saying this, that, and the other. Then when it goes in a, in a bad direction, like right now, this uh, bipartisan uh, communities uh, safety act that's out there, they're finding all kinds of things in there that didn't exist in the bill, and they're executing them. And, of course, then we have to sue them and all this other stuff. And in the interim, freedoms are lost. Safety is, 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 uh, is abd you know, we, we get rid of it. We throw it out the door because of executive action. And so we need an executive that is not demented, that is not agenda-driven, that does not have an orifice somewhere where somebody's ramming their hand up in there and making him talk. No more puppets. Let's get an administrator in there. And let's make sure it's a Republican. Black man has looked at things right now going on with Trump, and he has pointed out the two-tiered justice system, and this should make the left melt a lot. I'm looking forward to it. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. A bunch of people understand that they've been fooled, that they have been sold a bad bill of goods. What happens? What happens electorally? That's the question to ask. The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. And streaming live on the WRD Facebook page. And we are available at the free Odyssey app. We're about to, according to Malachi Maxey, who is a black conservative, he got on the website formerly known as Twitter, <laughs> and they he said black people are going to vote for Trump in large numbers, mark my words. He also said, well, you know, here's the problem. When that happens, we're going to see just exactly how vicious and how bigoted the left is. Right now, black people, they, they are aware and have long talked about the two-tiered justice system. So they see this happening with Trump, and they understand it. And they've been thinking this for a moment. Now, Kamala Harris when she was the uh, the AG of uh, California, she targeted low-level marijuana offenders, and many of them were black Americans, while violating the same laws herself and then laughing about it in retrospect. So, federal prosecutors offering Hunter Biden, the son of the executive corpse, <laughs> the resident, uh, Yeah, we'll get to you just in a minute there, Texter. 
the the resident current the current resident uh well they offered him a sweetheart deal and an immunity and a get out of jail free card and he's facing felony charges because that got kicked back Eric Garner receives an execution on the New York sidewalk for suspicion of selling cigarettes without paying the, the piso to Uncle Sam. Donald Trump enduring endless indictments and arrests and witch hunts while evidence of Biden family corruption goes viral and at the same time goes unpunished. And I wonder where black Americans could possibly get the idea that justice is no longer blind. The problem with controlled narratives and censoring things and trying to to uh, to control everything that everybody thinks is that when you dam that up, eventually the pressure breaks the dam. And black people in the United States today are beginning to become aware and realize that the people that control the justice system all these years while we've been talking about all this inequality and all of this two-tiered and all this other stuff, this has been the Democrats. It doesn't matter how you put it. According to the American Presidency Project at UC Santa Barbara, several professors gathered the data and penned, President Trump's policies have delivered for black Americans, which included a section on the First Step Act and its measures to rectify injustice. They noted that 90% of those who had their sentences reduced under the FCA are, or FSA, excuse me, are black Americans. And the act shortens mandatory minimum sentences for nonviolent drug crimes. He got out there and, uh, he got out there and uh, he actually did something. On the text line of being asked about, Trump, Trump was uh, getting ready, and we, we were setting up for this here. I'll be honest with you. I was getting set up for this and I was going to try to catch it and throw it on here live. Trump, was going to put irrefutable uh, evidence up about the election being stolen. Now, under the advice of his of attorneys, which I'm so glad he's taking the advice of his attorneys, he's decided just to file it, right? So it's going to be in the hearing, but it's not going to be one of these things that he breaks out and throws out on Truth Social and on TV and everything else. So he's not backing down. He's strategically realigning. Now, according to uh, Smith's words, Smith, who's Smith? Let me let me see who is Erica D. Smith uh, at the L.A. Times. Erica D. Smith had a anti-Trump diatribe. Black people presiding over the downfall of Donald Trump is poetic justice. She said, I must admit, I'm amused by the poetic, poetic justice of it all. While in the White House, man, Trump was a man who unleashed and normalized a new wave of hate against many communities, but particularly against black Americans. So it's gratifying to think of a man who sees himself as Teflon Don having to recognize the authority of a black person. Well, I too am amused, and black America is involved in it, but what I think may actually be the case is that black America is going to vote Republican. And it's going to continue to go that way about voting Republican. And very shortly, we could find that black America was the the savior of the republic by waking up. And it's never too late. Never too late for that. I'm, I'm never, I'm, you know, come and join me, please, by all means. 
they've, they're going to couple themselves to the man that's fighting a crooked system of prejudice. And they see him being victimized by the same sort of thing that's been victimizing them. And this will force the pseudo-elites like Smith or Biden or Harris to recognize their authority. Be because they're joining a... And all I ask, all I ask of anybody is be a free thinker. Be a free thinker. Don't get involved too much in the dogma and the stuff that you're hearing. But now let's go to the text line. Bill, all you just said about the oath and helping save our republic, you and everyone with the slightest hint of logic, there's only one proven choice, Donald J. Trump. We're going to see. We're going to see. Donald, Donald, there is no one president, I don't care who it is, there's no one president that's going to come in and in four years change everything. It is possible on a logistical basis, but when you're talking about the real world, what, what, whoever's going through this is going to slog through, it's going to be a very slow glacial roll. It took a very long time to get where we are. And it's not going to be overnight that we just force everything and reset it back to the way it's supposed to be. If it's Trump, I'll vote for Trump. I haven't decided who I'm going to vote for. And getting out there and trying to, you know, are you, hey, if you're for Trump, that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. But what if it isn't Trump? If Trump doesn't win the, the nomination, who are you going to vote for? Are you going to vote for the Republican candidate? That's my only question. On the text line, Mr. Frady, I can say my family's on your side. My dad spent 30-plus years in the military. My three other brothers served also. I will not lay down and succumb to this evil. My oath still stands strong from 51 years ago. The left has no idea the wrath coming from the people and God who stand on the throne of truth, semper fi, al, in union. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Veterans of all ages. I know you guys are sitting back there. I know you guys are watching. And you don't see a bunch of them getting out there and getting loud about that because then they call attention to themselves and that's not the way you do things. If you're thinking to yourself, you know what? I may have to get kinetic with some of these people. You don't show them your poker hand until it's time to lay down the cards. And then when you lay down the cards, well, then then let the laughter commence. <laughs> Because the shock on their faces is going to be crazy. Black America, if you save the Republic, thank you. Join me. Join us. There, There's a new thing that's going on right now where, believe it or not, democratic policy is making it possible for a grizzly bear to eat people. I know. I know. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. As far as the way communities are developing and everything, we, we exist in a very interesting time because we are we are spreading out. And when we spread out, sometimes we bump into things. We bump into things. Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. The uh, show is streaming right now live. If I push the buttons, it would be on the WORD Facebook page. And you can catch it at the free Odyssey app. 
We hear about this sometimes in Asheville. Now, besides all the crime that they've got going on, if you've ever been to Asheville, North Carolina, which is a beautiful area, you find a bunch of little outposts of civilization dropped down in the middle of the wilderness. And because of that, sometimes, you know, black bears are coming out. Now, here's the problem with a black bear if it attacks you. If a black bear attacks you, it's predatory. So that means it has come to attack you. It, it's not there just to hurt you. It's going, it wants to eat you. <laughs> black bears don't get as big, though, as grizzlies. And right now, the grizzly bear population is popping out west. And in some places, uh, you might get in trouble if you're attacked by one and you defend yourself. But this is the way the left works, right? A grizzly bear eats 90 pounds of food a day. A, a, the median size of one is about 700 pounds. They can run 35 miles an hour. They can swim through an alpine stream with a mar remarkable efficiency. They are the apex predator in their area, unless you believe in Bigfoot. But the grizzly bear is also among of the most violent of beasts out there. A grizzly bear can bite down hard enough to crush a bowling ball. They have four-inch long claws, and they will tear you up if you end. And listen, it happens all the time. In July, one woman from Kansas was attacked near Yellowstone National Park. Eight others were reportedly killed in bear attacks in North America between 2020 and 2022. As the population of grizzlies rebounds, more conflicts are available. And there's a bunch of people out there that are, you know, you know how they want to save Gaia by extinguishing humanity? They'll get out there and say, take the bear spray. Don't take a gun. See, grizzlies have been listed as a federally endangered species since 1975. They've always thought to, been, to have been a slow reproducing species of bear, but they've made a remarkable recovery in the last five decades. They went from 136 in the Yellowstone ecosystem to 1,063 counted last year. And the current population is more than double the threshold of 500 required to shed their endangered uh, status. And they have six designated ecosystems, but nobody told the grizzlies that. They have Greater Yellowstone, Northern Continental Divide, the Cabinet, Yak, Bitterroot, Selkirk, and the North Cascades. But, <laughs> according to the High Country News, in the Northern Rockies, grizzly bears are on the move. They reported that grizzlies number just below 2,000 in the lower Brazilian north out of the national park. Meanwhile, grizzlies on the northern continental divide recovery zone are heading south. They are now only about 50 miles apart. They uh, got out there. And at one point, they, uh, they imported Canadian grizzlies into Montana. And now bears are being sighted in places where they haven't seen a grizzly in a hundred years. Just this September, a grizzly was roaming Montana's prior mountains for the first time in 200 years. Now, 
in Montana. They pay $340,000 to compensate ranchers for livestock kills, mostly from grizzlies, up from 261. State officials report that captures and relocations of problematic bears has doubled from, you know, in a few years. Their recovery has created a nuisance. Although I don't know if being eaten by a bear is actually a nuisance. See, the problem is a lot of people like to go hunting. A lot of people want to go hunting. And uh, bears can smell a snicker bar at 20. A grizzly bear can smell a snicker bar at 20 miles. Okay? Even if it's in your rucksack. So when you shoot a deer or an elk, the grizzly hears this and it's like a dinner bell. And I can't tell you how many hunters have been ambushed by grizzly bears. And when a grizzly bear is running at you and you've got a 800-pound missile coming at you at 35 miles an hour, you don't have a whole lot of time to think about it. I know of a story where a guide took a bow hunter out and the guide, uh, the grizzly bears came back to where they were dressing out the elk and they attacked the guys and the, the guide says, I've got a gun in my rucksack, throw it to me. So the guy pulls it out, doesn't know how to operate it. It's a Glock 20, 10 millimeter, perfect perfect for this he's already hosed the bear down with uh with uh with with bear spray and the bear is like hmm spicy and now they're going to eat the guide so the guide gets the guy to throw the gun the guy tries to operate the gun drops the magazine there's no round in the chamber then he throws the empty gun to the guy the guide uh the bears noticed the hunter now we're coming off the guide and then the hunter tries to get on his horse and take off, and they got a, they they snacked on his ankle for a second, and he gets away. The guide gets up and staggers about seventy five yards, and the bears close in on him and, and kill him. And uh, you know they have uh, they you know, and it, 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 that's not that's not a uh, odd story to hear. It's a horrifying story. And right now the bureaucracy that's in place is more in line. To, you know, they want to reach a, a goal with the recovery of bears. When the Trump administration tried to delist the bears in 27, a federal judge blocked that. They need to manage the booming bear population. This is not like getting out there and saying, you know, well, we got we to gotta manage the white-tailed deer. Because the white-tailed deer kills more people than any other animal in the United States. By jumping at your car. So. We need to. Get a hold of the grizzly problem. Because right now. Uh, things are in such a state. That they're doing so many things. To conserve the grizzly bear. That if you die. <laughs> in the name of. of, of uh, you know. Preserving that grizzly bear. You very well may die. What would it be like to be bitten on by something that could crush a bowling ball in their jaws? I would imagine that stings. Well, are you as tired of the Republicans sitting on their hands as I am? I, you know, we'll find out. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. I think I'm just going to riff. I'm just going to riff. We'll do this. We'll, we'll pick this up on the other side, but I'm just going to riff for a moment. Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. Is that right? Yeah, I had to check my cheat sheet. 
And I am streaming live on the WORD Facebook page. And you can catch the podcast on the free Odyssey app. Um, thinking about this uh, thing that they're, they've always done with animals where they put animals on an endangered list. You know, animals, species die out every day. They have always died out. In some cases, you know, it makes me wonder if that if that if that comet had not hit Quetzalcoatl so many millions of years ago, which is supposedly the extinction level event that took out the dinosaurs. What would we look like today? Wildlife, I I, I love wildlife. It's great as far as it, as long as it won't eat me. I would really love love to go to Africa. And go on a safari where I'm just taking pictures of animals. And I'd love to get up close enough to them to where I can take a decent picture of them. And just be in that same zip code as that animal for a moment. Uh, I'm not really interested in being consumed by one. If I were to be a hunter, and, and Dewey's done this. I mean, that's that's one. Dewey has some stories. We'll have to get some stories out of him this coming Tuesday. Dewey hunts predators sometimes. And that's got to be a really interesting hunt because if you're hunting something that can kill you and eat you, well, now you're, now you're, oh my gosh, the sport now. <laughs> so looking at all that stuff, as you, as you look at all that stuff, it just makes me wonder why we think that we can intercede in nature because, uh, Somebody somebody on the text line points out, you know, when they decided to protect the seals, then the great white population exploded. And uh, that's, a, that's a big thing. That's a big thing. So, do you ever wonder about that? When they get out there and they say, you know, we're going to bring about the sloth. I mean, besides the fact that it would be cool, I mean, have we just watched too much Jurassic Park? Do we really think that... We, see, this this is the arrogance of some people. When they get out there and think, well, you know, not only can we bring back this thing that used to eat everything that was so much bigger than I am, we can bring it back and we can control it. That's the illusion. That's the illusion. It just makes me, I, I, I sit around and I just wonder. I just wonder. On the text line, Mr. Frady, my mother said the sun doesn't shine on a dog's tail forever. They left her after our children now. They will not stop until driven from office. They're not functioning for any race. This includes the weak knee Republicans too. If you think social, socialism works, show me one country that has survived it. The U.S. is a free country. Why do you think people come here illegally or legally? Oh, yeah. I believe that. Bill, my grandmother could smell a Snickers bar at 20 miles. My grandmother was a remarkable lady, too. She sure was. Remarkable. <laughs> Some people, uh, somebody, somebody likes to chuckle. Some people think I'm cackling or it's a creepy laugh or whatever. Uh, this is my this is my automatic mechanism that I put in place whenever it's, I when I see something so absurd that I'm like, what kind of human being came up with this logic? I I just have to laugh about it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
But the arrogance of man always, uh, and we know, we know from various ventures that we've been on, like in combat. Combat is one of these things when you go in there. Everybody goes in with a plan. Everybody goes in there with a plan. But you got to have plan B, G, C, D, E, F, G. Because plan A is going to go out because all of the non-considered variables are going to come into play when you in implement plan A. And when plan A falls apart, you have to be flexible enough to be able to move and adapt to that situation and uh, continue on with your with your objective. But for some reason, the science, so the scientific community does not seem to me to have ever picked that up. So they're out there doing things like, you know, we could create a mini black hole. <laughs> what a great idea. I'm sure we can control that. Bill, let's let's re, let's recreate the saber-toothed cat. Yeah, I'd love to see those roaming around. I just the, the arrogance of man just makes me marvel. On the text line, grizzly bears are the answer to society's problem. It puts natural selection back into the equation. If you're stupid enough to go out without a weapon to defend yourself against a grizzly, you are good eating. Problem solved. Well, I've asked that question. I've talked to guys that have been 10 yards away from a charging bear, and all they have is a black powder gun in the rain. And thankfully, the black powder gun did function in the rain, and the bear goes down, but I was like, you were just about an hors d'oeuvre, weren't you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, man, humankind, please pick it up. Are we uh, are we going to reach the end of the world as we know it anytime soon? Is that happening now? I don't know. Let's find out. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD.